All right, what's going on, guys? It's Hunter Doyle and uh, Nate Tussing here. I'm guessing most of you are probably watching the replay. We don't have any viewers in yet because this is kind of a, a last-second live. But thank you guys for joining in um, whenever you're watching. Um, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, <laughs> whichever it is for you. But, yeah, we're just doing, as you can see from the title, we're doing our NFL Power Rankings this week. Um, this is uh, something we were going to do earlier in the season, but things just got really busy for the both of us. And uh, now that we are – at week four and kind of getting getting used to the semester <laughs> as college students, <clears throat> we're at a point where we're ready to kind of do this and we're gonna do this every week now um, as well, as long as we can. Um, but we're gonna try to do this every single week and uh, maybe we'll have other guys come on too from the podcast and do their power rankings. And yeah, so we're just gonna go over um, each team in depth a little bit. Just a disclaimer, um, for at least for me, I mean, I haven't watched as many NFL games as I would have liked this year. I've been kind of just going hardcore on the Eagles and watching film on them and stuff like that. So, you know, you can roast me in the comments if you want. <laughs> um, I really, I, I, I haven't been following the other teams closely enough. I have been keeping up with the scores and the highlights and everything, but I haven't been able to watch like the full condensed version of the game. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's only week four as well. So. Um, it's still, or well, week four is now over, but it's still early in the season. So our rankings might right. look a little whack, whack to some of you guys, but um, we have Slay good guys. reason for them. <laughs> yeah, we have good reason for it. And uh, Nate's is probably a little more reliable than mine because I just haven't been, he's been doing a little more research than me. Um, we got our mm -hmm. first viewer in here. What's up, Ryan? What's up? Appreciate you joining, man. Um, it looks like you just left though, so I hope I hope you're still here because now it says zero viewers. <laughs> um, That's big confusing. Fan, big fan. Just kidding. Just kidding. But um, anyway, uh, you ready to get into the power rankings, Nate? Yeah. Let's hop right into mine. Yeah. Yeah. Number right, number just, thirty-two. Here we go. Um, if you want to switch over to number thirty-two, I have the New York Jets. I don't really think this is a surprise to many people. I mean, the Jets suck. They're so bad that Joe Flacco is starting next week for them. I mean, you you can't really say much. Uh, I have them ranked 32 uh, for offense. They're 32 in yards per game, 30th in points, 32nd in pass. They're not a good team. They, they've got a lot of problems. I don't think that Le'Veon Bell coming back possibly this week is going to change much. Their defense is slightly better, but still atrocious. I mean, you look, they put up seven points against the Colts, 13 against the 49ers, 17 against the Bills. The closest game they had was against the Broncos, and the Broncos are horrible too. No offense, Eli, you know, if he's watching, no offense, Eli, but the Broncos are pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, so I have the Jets at 32. Um, coming in at number 31, um, I've got the another, you know, big Apple team. Not much going on. The, the New York Giants. Um he is not a great analyst, Dan. I, <laughs> I haven't said anything about him yet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the New York Giants at 31. Just stay tuned. Um, they're a pretty bad. They have a horrible offense as well. Uh, 30, they're 31st in yards per game, 29th in uh, pass yards, 31st in the run. They're another atrocious offense. Their defense is slightly better, but you can't really win games if you don't score points, and that's one of their biggest problems. Um, is that they don't, you know, they don't put up many points. The closest game they had, I, I, it was a close game against the Rams, but, you know, they, it wasn't like they didn't put up many points. Their defense did a good job, but they their offense just can't carry. Um, the highest points they've scored this this season is 17 against the Bears, 16 against the Steelers, nine against the Niners, and nine against the Rams. So not putting up much on the offensive side. Uh, I have them at 31. Now coming in at 
30. Um, this one, probably I'm jumping the gun a little early on them, but I have one of my favorite teams, the Houston Texans at 30. And that look says it all. Um, I, I don't know if you can see behind the name. That's Bill O'Brien, who is no longer with them. <laughs> um, thank goodness. Um, he is probably the worst GM to ever set foot. Uh, not the worst, but he's horrible. If you trade DeAndre Hopkins, you better get a first-round pick. He, they, they start 0-4. I mean, what else is horrible? I mean, they had a tough schedule. You know, they played the the Chiefs, the Ravens, you know, the Steelers, and, and the Vikings, who were supposed to be tough. But they didn't – you know, they just looked horrible both sides. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's – top five, top 10 QB. And he's just looking, you know, he's just getting um, swamped. The offensive line is non-existent. They have a good wide receiver core. Uh, running backs are okay. Their defense is not the best. Um, and I just think that this is going to be, unfortunately, a tank here for them. I don't think they can have the same magic they had last year where they go 0-3 and then win the next, like, 10 or something. So I think, um, yeah, I have them at 30. Um, I think they might be able to, you know, win, win a few games. But, yeah, right now they're just – not doing well. Uh, coming in at 29, uh, we just talked about them. The Texans still got – I yeah, I mean, with the extended play, play, playoffs. But, I mean, you got to think about their division. They got the Colts and the Titans. They're not they're not going to be able to compete with them. They can barely even compete with the Jags. You know, I think that the, the upcoming game will be big, but I just don't see them doing much. Uh, 29, you got the Denver Broncos. Um, the Broncos were riddled with injuries. I had them as a uh, playoff sleeper team. I thought they would be able to make it at the beginning of the year, but with Drew Lockett and now Vaughn Miller, all these, you know, injuries coming up, um, it's hard for them to do much. Um, right now they have no, you know, no set QB, what they're going to do until Drew Lockett's back. Um, he started practicing, but he's still not going to be playing for a few more weeks and their defense is riddled with holes. Uh, um, yeah, their offense, not really doing much, um, you know, with Cortland Sutherland, Sutton, excuse me, and uh, being out. And Jerry Judy, um, I don't really know what's up with him, but they're just not doing too hot. Um, so, yeah, I have them at 29 right now. Uh, coming in at 28 as um, the Detroit Lions. Um, they put put up quite a fight against the Saints, but, um, you know, the Saints are the same team they were last year, so I think that's not as impressive. Um, you know, I have them – yeah, it's, it's, it's just been a, a bummer for them. Jeff Okuda, he's looking good for a rookie. I mean, he's had a quiet rookie year so far. I mean, you know, no, nothing insane, but, you know, he's he's going to be able to um, compete with some of the top, you know, wide receivers in the, you know, in cover. Um, but, you know, uh, Matt Stafford's incons- not inconsistent. He's consistently not enough. Um, Pat uh, Patricia, with Matt Patricia, the court coach, he needs to go. I don't know why they ever got rid of I forget who the coach was a while ago, but they made a playoff. They won like nine and seven, and then they fired him for 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 going was, like I think it was Jim Caldwell, maybe. Somebody. Well, regardless, they 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 fired someone that was doing good with their team and then they just went downhill <laughs> from there. One thing I'm shocked by the Lions though is a Adrian Peterson's doing actually not too bad. Like for how old he is and how like he just hops around teams. I, I liked I liked him. I like him to have like one more good year and then, you know, just retire because he had an incredible career. 28 for them. Number 27 um, used to be one of my least favorite teams in the NFL because of a certain number 20, Jalen Ramsey. But um, Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville, that's right. If Ian's still watching, yeah, I'll, I'll throw hands. Oh, Jalen he's still Ramsey. watching. Mm-hmm, yeah, he is. Um, but the Jags, Gardner Minshew, I'm not saying he's not good, but he's not he's not going like a, a, a elite, you know, uh, franchise QB, like Patrick Mahomes or, you know, uh, even, uh, Joe Burrow, you know, it's hard to, it's really hard to call, but 
or like a Mitch no, <laughs> Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he's actually, you know, I was, he was right on the tip of my tongue. Um, but, you know, like their defense is I, – I, I'll say this. They're doing better for what I thought they were going to be this year. They were trading away everybody. They got rid of their – they got rid of their entire like team. Like they stripped it down to two team, two players from that AMC championship game uh, team, but you know, they're fighting. I think, you know, Gardner Mitch is a good QB, but they just don't have the weapons on offense and their defense is in shambles. Um, so yeah, number 27 Jags, number 26, uh, the team that beat them, their only win one in three, the Miami dolphins. Uh, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Fitz magic is over. I think it's time for two to step in. Um, I think, you know, for how, in, inconsistent the Dolphins are Fitzpatrick didn't do terrible but he wasn't throwing many touchdowns he had a lot of he's the second uh, rushing leader on the on the Dolphins he, he'll run for like <laughs> 60 yards a game it's crazy um but I think Tua needs to step in um they have no next to no uh offense their defense is atrocious um they just need a lot of help and they're in a tough division as well besides the Jets. Um, so I think, you know, 26 right now, they certainly could improve, but with Fetz Patrick still as their starting QB, they're not going to do much better than this. And then number 25, um, pretty, pretty high with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, for, for someone that is ranked fifth in rushing yards, um, and, you know, it's crazy that you put him at 25, but it's just I, I, Kirk Cousins, you know, 28th passing, just really hasn't been connecting. Um I mean, Justin Jefferson's been going off really well. I think he's top 10 in receiving yards, but they're not, they're just not putting up points. They're 16th in points right now. Um, and I think that, you know, their defense is okay. It's not terrible. It's not good. It's not, it's certainly not what it was a couple of years ago. Um, and I think they have a lot of holes to fill. They didn't have the easiest schedule, but it certainly wasn't anywhere near the Texans. And they were able to defeat the Texans barely by a bad call by the refs at the end of the game. But uh, yeah, 25. So now what we're going to do is Hunter's going to go and give his 32 to 25 and we'll go in sections so that Hunter can um, present his. Um, but yeah, uh, some surprises for me, definitely the Vikings. I had them winning the division this year, very uh, poor decision by me, but um you know, I really expected Kirk Cousins to step up. Dalvin Cook has been playing out of his head. Uh, I think he's top three in almost every rushing stat. Um, so, you know, hopefully they can get it together. But, all right, Hunter, you're the show. All right. Let's go through some of these Ian comments real quick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, this guy. Hey, no profanity in here, Ian, okay? Mm-hmm. We're yeah, not going to yeah. have any of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't hate on Captain Kirk. I, I'm not hating on him. I'm just calling him what he is. And right now he's – not doing too hot. And yeah, to, Colin Coward just hops on whatever the biggest trend is right now. He doesn't really do much. He just kind of, you know, just Googles, uh, you know, the, the most common, uh, Jim Caldwell, that's who it was. He just Googles the most common, uh, you know, trends in football and then he just copies them. Yeah. He's trash. I'm just kidding. All right. Hunter, All right. Uh, well, um, before we get into mine again, go back to the beginning of the video. There's a disclaimer. Um, I really didn't, I, I've been doing so much research and, film watching on the Eagles that I really haven't been keeping up. I've been keeping up with the NFL, but I haven't watched enough of the games. Um, So I'm kind of just going off of eye test of what I've seen from the highlights and all that. So you can roast me if you want. Um, But I still feel like I feel fairly confident in some of my rankings, not so confident in others of them because it's so early in the season. But with that said, um, appreciate the the Hunter D on here (laughs) rather than just Hunter. Um, But, uh, all right, so yeah, same as you. This one is just, this one's obvious. Um, the Jets are an absolute train wreck. 
Braxton Berrios was their leading receiver in a couple games, I believe. Sam Darnold has absolutely nothing to work with there, and he's still got some improvement to do as well. But I think if he was on another team that actually had talent, those flaws wouldn't be as exposed. Um, their defense, I mean, Marcus May is pretty much the only hope for that defense. There's a couple of young guys who are solid, but, I mean, you wouldn't want them starting on your team. Adam Gase, I've, I've never really been a fan of him. I, I think he's, he's probably going to be on his way out of there soon. Not his fault that the roster construction hasn't been good, but all around I think it's just a mess there. Um, and I hate to say it, but um, I'm pretty sure like all of us called this before the season even started too. So <laughs> I think the Jets fans knew this was going to be a tough season as well. So then my, my number 31, was yours the Giants as well? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually had some hope for the Giants coming in this year, but I did have them going 0-3 to start. I had them going 1-3 though, so I thought they might – Fall out maybe one win, but at the same time, they are a very young team. Well, I like their secondary. There's a, a lot of, there's a need for growth there. Their, their um, offensive line still isn't that great. They lost Saquon now for the year. Daniel mm-hmm. Jones still has some developing to do. He's still got to make better reads and um, was looking good in that opening game. And then things kind of went south quickly, but um, yeah, the, I, I like the giants. I like Joe judge. I think, you know, I don't know if anyone heard, but this summer he was like his training camp was very extraordinary. Like he was making guys run laps if they made mistakes, which is a high school thing. That's not or college, too. It's not really something you see in the NFL too much when guys are getting paid millions of dollars running laps around the field because they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But, um, Joe Judge also like suited up and started doing drills and that like kind of got the team, you know, really riled up during practices. So I think he's instilling a good culture there that could also be, you know, that could also work the other way because I think Chip Kelly kind of tried to influence or introduce his own culture, and that didn't work well. But we'll see. I like the Giants' future, but for now they are number thirty-one. Number thirty is the Washington Football Team. Um, yeah, I, I know they beat the Eagles, but it was Week One. I, you know, it's not really saying much considering some how the Eagles have played so far either. And Antonio Gibson's kind of the only. The only one that stands out on this Washington team, Dwayne Haskins just got benched. Um, and it's not even Alex Smith starting. It's Kyle Allen starting, which is not very good mm-hmm. if you're Dwayne Haskins. And their their secondary is pretty atrocious, um, outside of Landon Collins. Their front seven is dominant, so that's why I have them above the Giants. I do think their front seven could um, do some damage against the Giants' offensive line, but – yeah, another train wreck team here. The back of these power rankings are just hard to hard to look at <laughs> some of these teams. Um, number 29, the, did you have the Falcons in yours as well? Or mm-hmm. not, not yet? yet? Okay. Um, oh, wait, shoot, I just I? think – Yeah, no, I didn't. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, I just think until Dan Quinn is out of there for me, I, I can't believe in this team. Um, the way they have lost these first four games – just again, going off eye test has been pretty atrocious considering the leads they've had. It's like having the Super Bowl happen in your first four weeks of the season. Last night they were, or Monday night they weren't really in the game, but um, yeah, they have so much talent and they're not utilizing it well. So until until Dan Quinn is out of there and until they start utilizing talent well, um, I, I can't move them up. Granted, Julio Jones is hurt. Right now, so I, you do have to put that in consideration too. I'm, I have them a little, a little low on mine, but um, mostly because um, 
Nate and Sanjay did an NFC South prediction, and me and Nate also did a NFL prediction. And we all mm-hmm. had the Falcons not doing so well this year, I believe. Yeah. And there was a bunch of hate on the NFC South video uh, you guys did for the Falcons. Everyone, all the Falcons fans were out like, oh, this is our year, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this team is going to be amazing. And I was like, not mm-hmm. until Dan Quinn's out of there. So, yeah, just to kind of rub it in a little bit, they were wrong. Nate and Sanjay were, were kind of right about the Falcons thus far. It is early in the season. But mm-hmm. then number 28 at the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe you had them 27, right? Yeah. So not too close. far off. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, again, I like Gardner Minshew, um, but – it looks weird how he's thrown the ball there. I don't know. Oh, why. it's a fumble. I did that on purpose to oh. trigger Jags fans. <laughs> I was like, why is he holding the football like that? Like, it looks like his other arm, his other arm is holding the football. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I like Gardner Minshew. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's very solid considering where he was picked in the draft and what was expected mm-hmm. of him. I like their undrafted free agent running back, uh, Brian Robinson, I believe is his name. He looked really good. I watched the Falcons week one game. The whole I watched the whole 40-minute condensed game. I really liked what I saw from him. Um, mm. Keelan Cole's pretty good. DJ Shark is pretty good. But the defense, man, it is it is really, really bad. <laughs> there are mm. not many, not many names to, to ride home about on that defense. Yeah. So mm. yeah, they mm. I think the week one win was kind of just like a fluke. You know, that happens mm-hmm. in week one sometimes. I'm not really buying into the hype on them right now. Yeah. 27. Again, sorry, Eli, if you're watching. I think yours was <laughs> I think yours was pretty close with the Broncos in your rankings mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, I think you had them at 29, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I mean the injuries are just piling up for this team. And it's a shame because there is a good amount of talent on there. I think they would be a little bit better if it wasn't the um wasn't for the injuries. But, you know, you're playing with Brett, Brett Rippon as your starting QB in a Thursday night game, um, prime time. Yeah. Um, after, you, I mean, I'm guessing Blake Bortles is probably going to start this week. Lock is limited, but you really don't want to push it with a young QB. Mm-hmm. I think you just play it safe because the season isn't really trending in the right direction and you don't want to have him try to play superhero and play through an injury and then, you know, suffer something more long term. Um Phil Lindsay will be back this week, which should be nice, but Melvin Gordon has been doing pretty well from what I understand in his absence. But the injuries are just too much for this team right now. Um, they, Like you said, their defense does have some holes, even though it's been one of the better defenses uh, the past few years, even with how bad they've been. So they're going to have they're gonna have a tough time competing for the time being, at least for right now. Number 26, did you have the Chargers in yours? or um, um, No, not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. I definitely have them a little low. I really like Justin Herbert so far. He looks really, mm-hmm. really good. And I'm forget I'm blanking on the team they beat because they lost to the Panthers. Oh, the Bengals. Yes. That's who. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um Yeah, I think I think Herbert has played really well. He's exceeded my expectations for a rookie's first three games in which he was probably not expected to play coming into the season. Um thank mm-hmm. th- shout out to well not thank you. Shout out to the the doctor who punctured Tyrod Taylor's long. Um, <laughs> yeah. That whole situation is a mess. But um, mm-hmm. losing losing Austin Eckler this week really hurts. Thank you for mm-hmm. that, Austin Eckler, because my fan. No, just kidding. I love Austin Eckler, but my, my fan, <laughs> I have him on like all of my fantasy teams, and we I took a huge hit this week <laughs> because of it. Mm-hmm. Some leagues I wouldn't have won because Nate like destroyed me in fantasy this week anyway. 
But other leagues are really good. Yeah, Joe Mixon's kind of popular. <laughs> but um, other leagues are really could have used Austin Eckler <laughs> to, not, to not get injured in. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I, I I think the Chargers, considering some of the the guys they've lost, like Derwin James, have, have played well. But they are still mm-hmm. one and three, so that's why I have them where they're at. Twenty five, I have Nate Cincinnati Bengals. Um, did you did you have them in your rankings yet, or no? No, heck no, they're top ten. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, similar to Herbert, I mean, Burrow has looked pretty pretty amazing. You know, as an LSU fan, I expected that. But <laughs> um, but uh, I I have loved watching him play so far. He 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 rarely makes a bad decision. He always takes what the defense gives him. Very sound quarterback despite mm-hmm. having a bad offensive line too and, and yeah. going going five wide with a bad offensive line he has played very well the receivers are looking good still got some holes on the defense once that linebacker once the linebacker core and the offensive line get fixed up mm-hmm. this is going to be a really really nice team i'm excited for them so mm-hmm. yeah so now i will pull up Nate's um what are we doing 24 uh, through 8 24 now. 18 yeah um, mm-hmm. And sorry, I rambled a little bit. Um, no, but that's good. Go in. Yeah. I'll be rambling my uh, fair share when we get to some certain teams. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but make sure make sure you guys comment any thoughts or questions you might have. We'd be glad to answer them. Um, mm-hmm. What's up, Philly Fresh? We've got Philly Fresh in here. Um, appreciate you, man. Love yeah, your man. channel. Love the lives you've been doing with um, Philly Mike and Gate City Sports. Been awesome watching them. You guys are. You guys know your stuff. Um, we got to collab sometime, Philly Fresh. Just let me know. But we're just doing NFL power rankings right now. Yeah. Thank you, um, thank you to everyone who's joining. We are on Nate's mm-hmm. twenty-four to eighteen, and we're mm-hmm. just kind of alternating. So, Nate, with that said, go go right into your mm-hmm. twenty-four to eighteen. I got the Falcons, um, and I think the Falcons are the most sleeper zero and four team, if that's even a thing. Um, I think <laughs> a lot of their games they might have been able to win. Um, or at least come close to uh, that Cowboys game. They should have won that game. They would have got one yeah. and three. They could be the Bears. Um, they're kind of like a, they're like a discount Cowboys almost. Like they put up a lot of points, but they also <laughs> allow a lot of points. They're, I have them ranked eighth on the offense. They put up like 30 points almost every game, or at least, you know, 25. Um, and their defense just can't hold. And that's the problem with them. Um, I think teams that have, you know, not as good offenses like, you know, like the Jets and the Giants and the Broncos, they can, you know, easily defeat them with their, you know, superior offense. And then, you know, they, and so I don't have them as too, too low for being 0 and 4, but they're not going to win any championships, make the playoffs, get many wins with the defenses in this league. Uh, so yeah, 24 for the uh, Falcons. Now, this is going to su- surprise some people, this next one. It's going to piss some people off. But uh, <laughs> for 23, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, now, um, when now I'll be honest, if I made a week three or week four, whatever it would be, I would have had the Eagles at higher. And so I definitely think they improved. Um, I probably am having them way too low, just like everybody else that underestimates the Eagles. They definitely got a good win against the 49ers. You know, it is a bandaged up 49ers, but I'll get into the 49ers later. But they still got the win. Um, Carson looked a little bit better. Um, you know, he didn't look like back to his old form, but he still, you know, it, it, he still was improving. Um, their defense has been relatively, you know, average to consistent. I have them ranked 14th on the defensive side. Their offense is the, you know, the iffy thing with those injuries. Jalen Rieger, 
uh, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey all out. Hopefully, you know, they're all, I don't know the exact date when they're returning, but, you know, hopefully they start to come back. It's their offensive line that I am worried about, you know, and, and, and just, you know, getting to Carson. They did relatively good against the Bengals, but we're the Bengals. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think the Bengals should have won that game. You know, they got lucky with a win. But, you know, hey, they're first in the NFC East somehow. The NFC East does not make any sense to me. Speaking of the NFC East, now coming in at number 22 um, is the Washington football team. Um, I think the Washington football team, if they played the Eagles again, would probably lose. Um, but if you look at the last game that they played, they, they've had a tough schedule. Not really. Um, <laughs> I mean, hmm. you know, playing the Eagles week one, that was a shocker. I didn't expect that they overcame a 17 point deficit, but right now they got a QB controversy. They don't, I, I think forget Kyle Allen, forget Dwayne Haskins, bring the comeback player of the year that we all want. Alex Smith, um, uh-huh. you know, Terry McCoy, has been consistently good. I think he's second or third in rush, uh, receiving yards, and um, he's, he's doing pretty good. But, I mean, you know, they played the Ravens. They didn't do too, too bad against the Ravens, but it's the Ravens, you know. So um, I definitely think, like you said, their front seven is pretty good. I have their defense ranked at seventh right now, which is pretty high. But for, for who they've played so far and how, you know, okay they've done, I, I think that, you know, Chase Young, he, was, he got out injured last week. Um, so hopefully nothing, but they're still, they're still not too bad. They're second in the NFC East. So watch out everybody. Um, yeah. you know, it's pretty bad. And then coming at number 21, um, I'm still probably overhyping the, the Dallas Cowboys, but, um, the stats don't lie. And I have them ranked second in offense. They are number one in yards per game. Number one in passing yards per game, 20th in rushing yards, uh, Zeke hasn't really been hitting it, but Dak has been stepping up. And as much as this is going to hate a lot of people, I think Dak is right now the best quarterback in the NFC East. Um, just with how dominant he is, he broke that record by Tom Brady, I think, for like most passing yards. Wait, or wait, wait, like that. wait, wait. Andy Dalton is still in the NFC East. Do not That's true. My bad. Andy Dalton, <laughs> number one. Dak at number two. Just, um, yeah, exactly. After after Dak leaves, it's Andy Dalton's team. Um, but I mean, their defense is atrocious. I, you can't really say I have them ranked, uh, what do I have? 30 second. I have them as the worst defense in the league. Um, so they're a very one, you know, 50, 50 team. They've got a good offense, but they've got a horrible defense. And I was hoping that their defense would be better. You know, people, I, I'm sure most Cowboys fans will say, Oh, but injuries. No, the injuries, <laughs> you know, like, like it's not going to fix anything. Like they've had some close games, you know, that Browns game was just a mess for them. That just showed that they have no defense especially no run defense. Um, I'll get into the, the Browns a little bit later, but they the, the Cowboys are 31st in runs run defense. So, of course, you're going to get plenty of points on that. Uh, so, I don't know. I really don't know who's going to win the NFC East. I that I know the Giants probably won't, and I know the, Reds, <laughs> uh, the football team probably won't if Alex Smith doesn't start. So, it's going to be a mess. Um, coming in at number 20 is um, probably a little too high for my Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> um, I have 20 because their offense, I have them at 20 and their defense is at 21st. And they seem to be one of those teams that is up in the 20s, but is on the, they're going to improve. They're going to get better. And they certainly showed that last week. Um, Joe Burrow finally got some help. I don't know why it took injuring half of our uh, offensive line and the backups coming in, but somehow it works. Uh, we signed Alec Redman. Um, from the practice squad, and he did amazing. I mean, they had allowed zero sacks on Joe Burrow. They allowed Joe Mixon to get 180 scrimmage yards, three touchdowns. Joe Burrow still got 300 yards and a touchdown. And I really just like their uh, momentum. AJ Green, unfortunately, seems to just be, you know, what everybody was assuming. He wouldn't be insane. Um, But Tyler Boyd is stepping up. 
and T Higgins. And that is important. We have such a deep wide receiver core. Um, like you said, our linebackers are really, um, you know, eh. Um, you know, we have Josh Bynes, the old man, and then Jer, uh, Jermaine Pratt, who's a second year, and then everybody else is a rookie. So that's not the kind of type of linebacker core you want. Our defensive line has struggled, but without um, without Geno Atkins, you know, it's <laughs> too, too much. Ian, um, you're just salty. Uh, it's okay, Ian. You know, it's okay. Um, you guys can – we have the same record now, the Eagles and the Bengals somehow. Um, but you know, I think the Bengals could have won that chargers game. I think they should have at least tied it or won it. Um, the Browns game, they probably weren't going to win. Um, and then the Eagles game, I think they could have won. So that this could have been a very well, a, a three and one team almost. I think I had them going two and two. Um, but you know, one, two and one, it's hard to predict a, a tie. So that's my 20 team, uh, coming in at 19. Um, I like to think of them as the most average team in the league right now, the Las Vegas Raiders, which is more impressive than I thought I gave them credit for it. I don't know how John Gruden is working with a bunch of like tr- trash from a bunch of other teams. Like, you know, like he is like not trash, but like, you know, n- not the best players. He, he's making it work. Derek Carr looks good. Um, I think a lot of people underestimate Derek Carr. He is such an accurate passer. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's something amazing. Like when he can throw really far, he can run on the scramble, but he can just throw dimes and that's, you know, just perfect passes. Um, and so, yeah, the Vegas Knights, you know, their offense is – or Vegas Knights. Oh, my gosh, the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Think about hockey, the Las Vegas Raiders, they got the new stadium. They surprised everybody and beat the the Saints. But like I said, the Saint, beating the Saints, the bar has lowered, and that's not, like, the biggest thing anymore. Um, so 19 for them. And number 18, um, this one's a little surprise, and it's uh, probably me hyping them up a little too much, but the Chargers actually um, – I think that – um, you know, they beat the Bengals week one. Whoop de doo. I think the most impressive thing for the Chargers was only was be- nearly beating the Chiefs with Justin Herbert's first game. And people might say that's a fluke. They were close to beating the Panthers. And then they almost beat the, the Buccaneers. And they should have. But, you know, then Tom Brady happened and, you know, scored a 17-point deficit and won the game. So I think they're definitely – they have potential. Um I think Justin Herbert's going to be a great guy. I'm actually threatened that he might beat out Joe Burrow for offensive rookie of the year. I don't think so, but you know, you never know. Um, I think, you know, their defense is certainly lacking. Um, They had them 20th in defense, but their offense is looking good besides, you know, Austin Eckler, like you said, getting injured, you know, uh, Keenan Allen's doing well, Mike Williams, of course, Justin Herbert is improving. So, um, I, I'm hopeful for them like I am hopeful for the Bengals. I think they're one of those teams that are higher up, but they're on the improvement. So that's my 24 to 18. Um, I mean, you can take up. Yeah, I know the Bengals are a little high, but you expect me to put them low, Ian. Um, most people have them at like mid-20s to low-20s, so it's not much of a stretch. I could have put them at like 15 if I wanted to. Um, but, yeah, I think that they're just like a 20-team Um Nobody, nobody oh. like talked back about him. Everybody was just like, he's not going to get much of a, much of a, um, he's not going to get much of a opportunity. He wouldn't have got much. He wouldn't have started these next four games if, if it weren't for that position stabbing uh, Tyrod Taylor. So he's just lucky that he had that. And he certainly is unwell with the situation, but you know, he's got a lot of ways to go. All right. You're up, Hunter. All right. So um, <laughs> what did you say? I said the Dolphins boo. I, I don't really hate them. I just want uh, <laughs> Tua to win Rookie of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have the Dolphins at 24. 
They've had a pretty tough schedule so far playing, who's it, the Pats. Um, who are the two other teams? I'm completely blanking on who they – they beat the Jaguars. What did you say? Yeah, wait, who did they lose to? They lost to the Patriots. The Patriots. Was it the Seahawks, um, one of them? Seahawks, right? Yeah, they lost yeah. To the Seahawks. Relatively close game um, for the Seahawks. And then the last team was the Bills. Another close game. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I've got the Dolphins here. Um, because with Fitzmagic, they're playing fairly well, <laughs> um, considering mm-hmm. Fitzmagic is, you know, he could also just be awful on any given day. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't checked the numbers too much, but at least in the first game I watched, they weren't using, um, Matt Breida and Jordan Howard, how I would have liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, again, I haven't watched recently, but it seems like Miles Gaskin is getting more touches in the running back room, which I like Miles Gaskin, but you know, you brought in these two veteran guys who can really play, you got to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Byron Jones, I believe is not quite healthy yet on the defense. So, um, yeah, that's got to – he's got to get healthy. But, yeah, the Dolphins are a young team. Um, I just think, you know, considering how they played in this tough schedule, you know, I know the other teams can't really control the opponents they're playing, and it's a week-to-week league. But because of how they played some of those teams, I got them at 24 ahead of some of the other teams uh, that are 1-3. and three. Moving on, 23, we got the, the Houston Texans, and that look says it all. No, I'm just kidding because <laughs> that's how they opened up. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a big disappointment for them. The first three games, I were I was not too surprised. I mean, obviously the first two, I wasn't surprised they lost. Chiefs and Ravens. The the Steelers one, I thought maybe they could pull out a win, being or 0-2 needing one. And then after they lost to the Steelers, I was like, oh, well, they're definitely going to beat the Vikings. That did not happen. And, you know, I'm still a big believer in Deshaun Watson. That's why I have them a little higher. I think getting Bill O'Brien out of there was the right move. Sounds like him and J.J. Watt had a big altercation, and J.J. Watt is a proven veteran who knows what he's doing, and he's a leader in that that, that locker room. So that's a good move, in my opinion. I would I would take I would take J.J. Watt over Bill O'Brien any day of the week. Um, mm-hmm. They still have they still have a good offense. You know their their defense definitely has some holes, but I think Deshaun can can pull out some wins. But ultimately, they're still at, all the way back at twenty three because they've just been really bad so far. 20, um, oh, I think oh, the, shoot, I messed that one up. I oh, just, it's, the right, it's the right number. It's just the wrong, uh, it's 23, the lines. I just put 28 by accident. That was my bad. Uh, this is uh, 22. Um, oh, so, <laughs> no, you're good. So I have the Lions at 22. Um, you know, I think the Lions are a team, you know, last year the Chiefs needed a game-winning drive with 20 seconds left to beat them. The Packers needed a hands to the face call to beat them. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to end up being anything this year, but uh, I, I do think there is some talent there on that offense, especially in that receiver core is really good. Matthew Stafford can definitely pull out some wins at any given point. But at the end of the day, they're still at the back of the rankings because they're the Lions and their defense is so young. You know, Desmond Trufant isn't exactly in his prime anymore, and they've still got way too many – Hold on, Ian um, said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. All right. Good thing for tuning for the, in, Ian. What'd you say? I said thanks for tuning in, Ian. Yeah, thank you, Ian. For those of you who are listening to the podcast without the visual, Ian is 
this is a live stream and Ian is commenting on it. He said he's got to go, but all all jibes, I think he meant vibes, are in good fun. Or, yeah, I know. All jibes are in good Jab. fun. I don't um, know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving on to uh, – this should be 21, the Panthers. I, I, you know, I know they're two and two, but I'm not a big believer in them because I've watched Matt Rule coach for, um, I would say, since – 2015 i guess so i've been watching matt rule for about five to six years and his first year his first year usually does not go very well um he usually starts to kind of go down a bad road i do think that it's impressive they're two and two i thought they were probably going to be like one and three by the end of this this streak sure. um, especially i believe c-mac is not is out right now right mm -hmm. yeah for um, a few weeks so yeah, so Teddy Bridgewater has surprised me. Um, ultimately, I think after this, they're going to kind of fall apart, though. Um, just it, with it being the first quarter of the season, um, I think it's going to not be so great. But been impressed with them. But at whoops, I just moved my my tab for whatever reason. Twenty one. Um, you already know I got. Oh, 20. My bad. You're right. Oh, be 20. Um, yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, hold on. This is uh, the tab is moving around on me outside of you guys can't see it, but um, anyway, twenty. You already know I got the Cowboys down here. Um, <laughs> I you know um, with the Cowboys, of course you're gonna throw for five hundred yards when you're throwing the ball sixty times every game because you're down by twenty seven points and you can only pass the ball to come back. Um, you know I hate I hate the Dallas Cowgirls. They're they're probably they I just. They're the they're the the team I despise the most out of any sport and that ever existed. Um, so I'm obviously biased, but their defense is mm -hmm. still hot garbage. I mean, they lost Byron Jones this year. Anthony Brown, I think, got hurt, and he wasn't even doing that good. Trayvon Diggs has been playing okay, but he's still learning. He's young. Jordan mm -hmm. Lewis is garbage. He's probably going to play well against the Eagles as usual. But Chidobia Wuzier, garbage. Um, that front seven has not been playing as well as people expected either. And that was the key to that defense was the front seven. So, yeah, I mean, the receiver core has been impressive. CeeDee Lamb's a beast. Uh, Michael Gallup's mm -hmm. still a beast. Amari Cooper's still a beast. Cedric Wilson came out of nowhere and has been playing well. But, yeah, it's the Dallas trash cans. So I got them at 20. <laughs> mm -hmm. on, the, on the number 19, I have the Minnesota Vikings, you know, probably a little bit high, but – um, I'm not, don't take this, don't take this high of a ranking as I am, as, as me saying that I'm high on the Vikings. I'm not at all. They have been really bad considering the expectations for them. I think they should be two and two right now, considering, um, the, the standard that is held there. You know, I, I think, I think they're a playoff team, but they're not playing like it right now. They got, you know, Kevin Stefanski is, uh, losing him is definitely hurting them. They got to stick with this run game, um, get Cook and Madison to continue going. You know, Justin Jefferson has looked really good, which I'll be honest, I when he went to Minnesota, I doubted him. And I was a big Justin Jefferson guy too going into the draft process, but I didn't think he would do well in Minnesota's offense. He has done very well, and I've been very impressed. And the defense pretty much lost everyone last offseason. Um, you know, they still, have, they still have Yannick Ngakwe. They still have a couple guys there, but they lost a lot of pieces and in that off season. So yeah, I've got them pretty low. I, you know, they're one and three. 
I, I thought they, after going 0-2, they probably would have had a little more urgency and would have won that third game. But, yeah, it, Kirk Cousins is playing really bad, which I did not expect either. The Vikings, I got them at number 19. Um, number 18, I've got the Bears. I, I think they're a little bit of a phony, in my opinion. Sorry to the Bears fans. I know from going to, to Wheaton College <laughs> in Illinois – I know that I know that you guys think you are going 16 and 0 every year, and I know you guys still think you're going 15 and one. I'm sorry, but you're not. Um, <laughs> you know, um, Nick Foles. I um, I love Nick Foles as a person. He was great in Philadelphia, but at the end, of, you you saw it last week. He is a very hot and cold quarterback, very streaky. He's not a guy who, over a full 16 game season, I, I don't think he can get the job done, unfortunately. While I'd love to see that happen, you know, I, I think when he plays bad, it is it, it can get really bad very quick. The I think he's a leader. The defenses step up for him and, and keep him in games when he's not playing well and, and he plays well and steps up when the defense isn't playing well. The team really teams that he's been on really feed off his energy. He's still learning Chicago's playbook and all that, but um, I got the Bears pretty low on mine. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, they'll be an interesting team to watch starting off three and one. They took care of business going three and one though. I'll give them credit because their schedule is going to get tough. They needed those first three games uh, for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, so yeah, that's my 24 through 18. Um, and I'll bring yours up again. We're going through 17 to 11 now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh boy. This is a good one. This is going to offend some people. If you know still on, he'd be mad at this one. <laughs> uh, I have the Cleveland Browns at 17. Three and one. What are you thinking? You're such a Bengals fan. You're so biased. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can say all you want. But little do they know that the Browns are 31st in passing. Uh, maybe not 31st. They are, give me a second, 30th in pass yards, 25th in yards per game. The only thing they have going for them is the run and they have the best run offense in the league so that's good however comma that's also <laughs> not good that only one sided you play a team that has an amazing defense run defense and you're like a baker everybody's like oh baker's doing so good he really isn't going 30 30 from pass yards really isn't that impressive his team is carrying him he hasn't been horrible and thrown 20 interceptions yeah that's great congrats baker but Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are completely carrying this team. And now it's just Kareem Hunt because Nick Chubb's out. Um, their defense is atrocious. I have them ranked 24th in defense. They allow 25 yards per game, 30 in pass, and then again, the five in the run. So their defense is good on the run. But like I said, if you just have a passing offense, you're screwed. And you look at the teams that they've played. They lost to the Ravens. They got spanked by the Ravens, 6-38. to 38. Now that's week one. Oh, wow. Then they play the Bengals. They win by five. Or the Bengals, or the Browns. Then they play the Washington football team. They win 20 to 34. So, and then they play the Cowboys. And they were like, oh, the Cowboys are great. I gave the Cowboys the worst defense in the league. On top of that, they have the worst run defense. And this is a team that has the best run offense. So how do you think that's going to go? Not good. So they put up 49 points against the Cowboys defense, which is impressive. But I don't think their their record 3-1 is actually what they, um, is what they are. Because... 
that the teams they played, they're going to actually, once they play them, it'll be really important. They'll play the Colts next week and then the Steelers. And those are teams with some of the best run defenses in the league. So that's when you'll be able to see if this Browns team is legit. Odell Beckham's been playing great. I don't know if that'll continue on again. He's been paired up against uh, Trayvon Diggs, I think is his name, on the Cowboys. And then who knows on the Washington football team and then the Bengals, you know. Um, so I don't really – I'm not too sold on the Browns. I'm a little biased. But I think their 3-1 record is a little too misleading. Uh, coming in at number 16, um, we've got a little high of a ranking, but the Carolina Panthers really didn't Teddy Bridgewater. I thought he was going to be a flop, and maybe he still is. But they're still carrying. Like, when, as soon as CMC was out, I thought they would be done. Like, it's just like, oh, you know, pack it up. There goes their season. And he's out for, I think, three more weeks possibly. Um, but somehow they've turned it around. They beat the Chargers, not the best team. Then they beat the Cardinals. That's impressive. Yeah. That was really impressive because you don't, you, don't, you don't see that. They don't have much of a defense or so people thought. And yet their defense is doing really well. Um, let me pull up their defensive stats really quick. Um, they are seventh in the pass. Uh, 11th in yards per game on the defense. That's pretty good. Their offense is actually doing pretty well, too. 12th in yards per game, 8th in the past. Teddy Bridgewater, really impressive. I don't even know who their uh, running back is. I forget his name. Um, but And Robbie Anderson, another guy, really yeah. impressive. The guy really stepping up, 100 yards in, like, the last two or three games, you know, consistently doing well, getting receptions. So I think they're not they're, – they're, they're one of the sleeper teams that you don't expect – um, after 16 coming in. Now, this one's this one's going to get a lot of people turned. I have the New Orleans Saints. I get it. Drew Brees doesn't play well outside of the Dome. But they're in a position now that even if they make the playoffs, he will not be playing in the Dome. So he's not going to go anywhere. The Buccaneers are the new the new horse on the, uh, on the NFC South. And, I mean, Drew Brees, he's getting old. He's still playing okay. Just something – his playmaking just looks a little different and a little off. And I get it. They've been with that Mike Thomas. I don't know when he's coming back. He, he was hoping to play that one Monday night football game. He's like, I'm playing. And then he's been out for the next two weeks. So, we really don't know what to think. Alvin Kamara has been their highlight. Um, and, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, last week he put up, like, two touchdowns, 100 yards. Their second string wide receiver. I forget his name. Tracon Smith. Yeah, he really he really stepped up. Um, their defense, though, is just I don't know. It's just interesting. Like it's not terrible, but it's not it's not the same. They're not the same offense. They're not the same defense. They're a different team, um, and I think you can't keep thinking that they're that top four offense that they were last year uh, because Drew Brees is just something stuff with him. Um, so fifteen for that number of fourteen. Now this one, the fourteen and the thirteen can kind of go. Either way, but number 14, I got the 49ers. Um, I think they played okay for how horrible their situation is right now against the Eagles, um, but they still lost, so you can't really, you know, give them a positive for losing. Um, Nick Mullen's not terrible. Um, Jared McKinnon's stepping up. I like Jared McKinnon. I'm happy he's been able to do some stuff. Uh, George Kittle is always going to be insane. Um, Debo Samuel got back. Brandon Ayuk looked nice. Um, their offense is looking a lot stronger. Their defense has actually surprised me really well. Now, you wouldn't expect this with all their injuries, but the 49ers still have uh, – let me pull it up. They still are third in yards per game on defense, second in the pass, and 15th in the run. They allow the third least amount of points in, in the league. So, 
for all their holds, they're holding together pretty well. I just don't think it'll hold up. Um, you know, hopefully these players can come back and help them out. But, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's out for a few weeks. Who knows? You know, so it's just tough to uh, – I know Nick Bosa's out, you know, for the whole year. Um, so you're never going to get that back. So I think they're a good team. They're, 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 they were one of the best teams last year. And with all these injuries, they're still able to hold on a bit, but they're not going to be able to do much with it. Like other teams that are, you know, not like one of them and they get injuries. Like the Broncos, they were an average team and they got injuries and now they're in the last – the 49ers got injuries, now they're in the middle. Um, now, number 13 um, is the Cardinals. Um, uh, uh, Kyler Murray is impressive, but he's still making rookie decisions. He's making rookie mistakes with interceptions and just playmaking. Um, he's, he reminds me of a Baker Mayfield. Um, just, you know, not really a good number. You know, I just didn't have to piss off Ian because uh, I think he's still on. Um, no, but, I mean, their offense is, you know, they've got a lot of weapons. I really don't like – how we little or how horribly they've been using Kenyon Drake. Um, he really hasn't done much for them. And uh, that's, they got to get the run game going more, not just with Kyler Murray. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been consistently good as expected. Their defense has been surprisingly bad, unfortunately. Um, you know, I hoped that they would have a little bit more Taylor Jones, you know, Isaiah Simmons would bring a little bit more Patrick Peterson, but they just haven't been doing much. And then losing, losing to the Panthers was, uh, was just a surprise. And I think that, they, they're not going to, you know, be terrible, but I think they need to fix some things. I don't know what it is, but they need to fix some things in order to become a playoff caliber team. Um, coming in at number 12, um, I've got the Chicago Bears. Um, I also don't believe in the, Oh, Hunter Doyle, you what's up, man? Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we got Hunter Doyle on the, the comments here. Yeah. Appreciate Says he's a big Doyle. fan. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, big fan. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. He was, uh, um, he was a legend in high school. Yeah, dude. Yeah, honestly, I wish I was. I wish I knew him. You know, he was just so popular that you, if you didn't know him, like you just couldn't <laughs> talk. Uh, but never probably got the Bears. I also don't believe in the three and one record. I think they're another team that the three and one record's misleading. However, their defense is still pretty solid. Um, I have them fifth ranked defense. This is my. This is not like the official NFL. Again, the Ollie's rankings. Is, is official offense and regular defense rankings are all mine, but the statistics like yards per game and passing yards, those are all statistics. So just for everybody at home. Um, so yeah, so the bears um, eighth in yards per game, ninth in pass yards, um, 16th in the run, not terrible. You know, it's enough to win you eight games, maybe nine. I think that's all they'll do. Like you said, Nick Foles is great for a game or two, but not for a whole season. Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer. I think the Bengals should trade Joe Burrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the Bears. No, but they need to fix a quarterback. They need a quarterback solution. I think Nick Foles can win a few more games, but they're not going to be making any playoffs. They're not going to be winning any championships. Their defense can't carry them too far. Their offense is relatively bad. Um, and then at number 11, wait, wait, before you go, before you switch, oh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, now, what bad. is going on? I mean, that's fine. It's fine. The big reveal. What is going on? What is Nate thinking? He's crazy. They're, they're the Ravens, they're the best team in the league, whatever. No, you're wrong. You're just believing whatever mass media says about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jack, the, the Ravens are in a problem right now. And that problem is that they don't know which offense to go with. And you may be saying, what are you saying? Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is not a great QB, throwing QB. I think that's pretty much said, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, oh, he's a running back, blah, blah, blah. He's a quarterback. He's just not an insane quarterback. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to pull up a stat here about um, between Joe Burrow and um, 
and Lamar Jackson, just for you guys to see how like overhyped um, the, uh, the Lamar Jackson has like 750 yards. Joe Burrow has 880. Uh, Joe Burrow has six touchdowns. Lamar Jackson has five. Joe Burrow has one interception and one fumble. Lamar has two fumbles and no interceptions. Lamar Jackson is ranked second. Joe Burrow is ranked 31st. That's the, the stats are there, but they still put Lamar Jackson at such a high caliber. I think that the Ra- the Ravens are a great team, but I think they're in a pickle right now. They don't know whether they should go with the full frontal running offense that they did last year, or they need to mix it up. Perfect example of the Ravens right now. They are 25th in yards per game on their offense. That's horrible. They are 31st in the pass. 31st. That's not good. They're third in the run, but, but, you know, Lamar Jackson is, I think, third or fourth in QB rushing yards. Um, and they're 31st. <laughs> well, Philly Insider Podcast joining this crazy. A lot of people come in. Um, but yeah, the What's up, Philly Insider? Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Well, welcome to the Philly Insider Podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Ravens, their defense is not as amazing either. Um, 26th in pass yards allowed, 7th in run. 17th in yards per game they don't they don't look like the elite team that they are and i get you know they've played the chiefs um they played the browns i forget who else they played um the red the 40 football team they they haven't played the most hard teams now the chiefs they always are going to suffer at but lamar consistently has shown that he cannot compete with top caliber teams and he just tramps on the average teams but this year, he doesn't look like his MVP season, and I really am not buying into the hype. I'm not buying into the, oh, he's Lamar Jackson. He needs to show it. He need, They need to not be 31st and pass for me to be convinced that they are a top 10 team. So that's my 11. We'll get into top 10 after Hunter does his, uh, was it 17 to 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, a, another Hunter Doyle just commented in here. Uh-huh. Um, Hunter <laughs> Doyle from his Wheaton account, and then – this one commented as well. We've got we got multiple Hunter Doyles in the comments it's right crazy. now. Um, it's crazy. It's like a Hunter uh, reunion. <laughs> high school Hunter and and Wheaton Hunter are all like they're starting to meet. There might be another Hunter Doyle to make another guest appearance in the comments um, soon. So we shall see. But let me pull up my my rankings. Um, mm-hmm. Down to seventeen. All right. So to start at 17, I've got the Las Vegas. So again, the numbers are off by one, um, just in case you're watching. Yeah. But uh, um, number 17, I have the Las Vegas Raiders right now. You know, I like you said, Derek Carr is one of the most accurate quarterbacks. You know, they faced the Bills last week. I can't really fault them too much for losing that game. I'm pretty high on the Bills mm-hmm. this year. They've looked the Bills have looked really, really good. Um, it was if <laughs> you guys didn't know. Me and Nate both had them. Yeah. Me and Nate had them in the Super Bowl this year, so mm-hmm. I have them winning the Super Bowl. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but the Raiders. I mean, um, Gruden has surprised me. I didn't expect him to, to go in and beat the Saints and outcoach Sean Payton in that game. I'm not a very big Gruden guy as a coach. I love them as a Monday Night Football announcer, but um, I thought maybe his coaching days were over. They've played well, though. I've been impressed with them. Unfortunately, they cut my guy, or didn't cut my guy, but Madre Harper is not there anymore because he got signed by the Giants practice squad or to the um, from the practice squad to the Giants active roster. So he's playing a little bit on special teams over there. Got his NFL debut the other day. But, you know, 
bad move by the Raiders to not to not keep him uh, around. So <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> but sure. um, but yeah, the Raiders have surprised me, but I'm not buying into it just yet. So I have them at 17. On to 16, I have the Eagles. Of course, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, you know, I think I, I don't know what happened the first three weeks. I don't think um, I have them at 16 because I'm not convinced they can they can get to where they need to be by the end of the year. I think they'll probably go if I'm guessing like eight, seven, and one, seven, eight, and one when it's all um, when it's all said and done at the end of the year. But um, I think Carson Wentz really looked a lot better last week. You know, he made the throws he needed to for whatever reason. He's much better with the practice squad, um, and they played with practically they had one starting offensive lineman from from this summer who was still playing in the in that game, and that was Jason Kelsey, and he he made a mistake of his own by snapping the ball like 20 yards over Wentz's head. So considering the offensive line he was playing with um, and the wide receivers that were there with Travis Fulgham and Greg Ward and Adrian Killens and all of them, um, I was very impressed with the Eagles this past week. Yeah, and a little high because I'm biased, but overall um, they, they still got a lot of work to do. They'll pro- they, could, they could get knocked lower this week. Um, at number 15, I have the Browns not too far off from where Nate had them. Their mm-hmm. run game – the run scheme is just amazing. I think Kevin Stefanski is just one of the best offensive coordinators, or was one of the best offensive coordinators. And now he's a head coach. You know, no surprise with how they're um, running their offense. Odell has been great so far, but that that Baker and Jarvis Landry connection has just not been there. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, it, it sucks because Jarvis and Odell were teammates at LSU and they're great buddies but Baker's not mm-hmm. really connecting with Jarvis for whatever reason. I don't know. There's still a little, there's still some questions to be answered there. The tight end position has done very well there as well. Um, Harrison Bryant or, or Hunter Bryant. I forget which one it is. Um, their tight end though, Bryant has done very well. And yeah, they've looked better overall. Miles Garrett is just a monster on the defensive end. Um, Denzel Ward can make some plays as well. So yeah, I'm at 15 right now because I think it, I think as of right now I have them beating the Eagles later this year. I think with the Eagles' run defense and um, just with you know the the um, what was I going to say the Browns' defense, I think can can hold some of their guys in check. So yeah, I, that's why I have them above the Eagles. And then going on to 14, I have the Colts, which is pretty low for them. Um, I know Phil Rivers has has played better, but I. I I want to see more from him because I was very high on the Colts coming into this year. And I know it was week one, but that Jaguars loss does concern me because Rivers made some really bad decisions that even, even at his age and with his history, I didn't expect him to make those decisions that he did. It didn't look good. Once I, once I see a little more from him, I'll be able to move the Colts up because I think coaching standpoint, great Frank Reich and his coaches have this thing together um, outside of Philip Rivers, one of top three offensive line, Still a good running back room with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton. And um, Michael Pittman hasn't showed up too much from what I understand. But um, yeah, And then um, I'm trying to think there was Paris Campbell, unfortunately got hurt, which really sucks because he was doing well. But um, And then on defense, they've got Buckner and Malik Hooker. They've got some, they've got some good players there on the Darius Leonard as well. So – um, even though they're a little lower, I really like the Colts. I just want to see more from Philip Rivers before I jump the gun and put them far ahead. Number 13, I have the Cardinals like you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought they'd be three and one right now. I did not expect them to lose to the Panthers. Not not a good sign. 
Kyler, like you said, has got to grow. You know, it's his sophomore year. I know it's early, but you got to see more development from him. You can't just use your legs all the time. You know, you're going to have to make mm-hmm. some big passes to win games. Um, the, and, you know, I know Rasul Douglas has been playing well, but no reason that D-Hop should be limited the way he was in the first half against Rasul Douglas because um, that, come, that could come down to coaching too. Because I know Rasul Douglas is getting a ton of hype um, right now because he's playing well, but I really think it's the scheme he's in. I saw him bite on that double move at least 100 times during his Eagles career. He's probably just playing more zone defense right now in Carolina. Um, I, I, have to, I have to research that. Again, I've been researching more Eagles stuff related lately. But I'm not, I'm, I really do, do not think the Cardinals should have lost to the Panthers. Overall, though, I think they're doing pretty well. They're probably better than they started out last year. There, there's a lot of talent on that team. A lot of reason to be excited going forward, but they have to get some of these problems fixed if they want to be a playoff team. Number 12, I've got the 49ers. You know, they did lose to the Eagles, but like you said, they Debo Samuel was just coming off an injury. He was on a snap count. Nick Mullins was obviously before the game, me and Dan said it, like if he got pressured in the pocket, he was not going to play well. And he got hit 15 times, and he, he, he threw up some, some footballs that should not have been thrown. So um, – you know, once Jimmy G comes back, I think they'll be good. Raheem Mostert coming back is going to be huge, too, because he is just such a monster. He's so so quick. He can outrun the whole defense. Um, you know, once they get health, I know they don't have Nick Bosa, but I still like that defensive line. I think Javon Kinlaw has looked really good for a rookie. Uh, Eric Armstead is still a nice defensive end. We had a breakout year last year. I think he's going to show up, and Kerry Hyder is also a good defensive end. They're also not completely healthy at corner either. They have Dante Johnson playing on the outside, and he is – Pretty, pretty darn awful. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the safety duo is pretty good too, but Jimmy Ward has not played well so far. I think that will improve 49ers at 12. Number 11, I have the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which might be a little bit low, but I think some of the picks that Tom has thrown, again, I'm biased. I mean, I don't really like Tom Brady at all. I like Bill Belichick a lot more. But some of the picks he has thrown are inexcusable to me uh, for a guy who's uh, 40, 40-something years old, been in the league forever, you got to hit those throws. You, you can't make those types of decisions. I think he's seeing the defense a little weird right now. Maybe it's the Bruce Arians offense trying to force the ball down the field a lot. Um, he's played better recently. I will give Tom credit where credit is due. And Ronald Jones has really stepped up in Leonard Fournette's absence, um, as well as Mike Evans has been playing about well. Scotty Miller kind of seems like another Julian Edelman for Tom Brady, which is really weird because um, Scotty Miller really wasn't thought of as much of a weapon coming into this year, but yeah, so I have the box at 12, or and, sorry, um, or this is my 10, actually, um, because my rankings were off by a number. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, so actually the 49ers were at 11 and the box are at 10. Sorry, I went one ahead. Um, no, you're fine. Just, no, it's good. We can do um, you can do your top 10 now. Well, that's 10, so you can go to your 9. You want me, you want me to just go yeah, into my sure. top 10? Yeah. All right. Um, on to number, number 9, I have the Saints. Um you know, I think I'm definitely concerned about Drew Brees because he doesn't play well outside of the dome. He played very bad against the Raiders, and it wasn't just he played bad; like he missed some throws that he he should have been making. Um, I still trust I still trust Sean Payton and that offense a lot, and I think the defense will start to get better throughout the year with you know Lattimore, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. I think they've got a, a good a good squad there. I trust them to pick it up. Will they be able to get out of the first round of the playoffs or not choke in the playoffs? That's a, that's another question, but it's the regular season, so <laughs> I have them at I have them at number 
number nine right now because I think they're going to start playing better. And then number eight, I have the Patriots. I'm I'm really high on the Patriots this year because I want Bill Belichick to look better than Tom Brady. They played awful against the Chiefs. My boy Jared Stidham was absolutely terrible. I'll call it like I see it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Jared Stidham definitely has a lot to clean up. I'll probably be more ready to start next year. Brian Horner probably wasn't much better, though. The, I mean, once Cam comes back, this team is going to be back to competing in games. I don't know if they would have won this game anyway if Cam was playing, to be honest. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. But um, the running back room is insane. Damian Harris ran for 100 yards the other night. Rex Burkhead is a role player. Um, James White is another guy who's just always making plays out there. And then you've got, you know, Nikhil Harry has played well so far. Doughboy, as Cam Newton would say. Highway 11, Julian Edelman has played well too. <laughs> All these nicknames that Cam Newton has for his teammates. But, um, yeah, and then the defensive, sch- the defensive scheme is just always going always gonna to dominate no matter who is out there. So that's my number eight. Number, number seven, I have the Tennessee Titans. I know this is really high for them, but they are 3-0. Tannehill, from what I know, has played well so far. Um, the reason I, I wouldn't have them higher is because I think they're a one-dimensional team. Um, if 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 any team if any team can stop Derrick Henry, this team's going to have a tough time playing. I think Tannehill can make the throws that he needs to make, but if Derrick Henry's like getting, you know, they just defenses commit to stacking the box, can can Tannehill step up? I'm not quite sure of that. I think they're a playoff team, but. They're gonna they're gonna face some some troubles if when when teams figure out their how to stop their their run game. Um, the defense is very solid. They've got some nice names on there as well. But I'm not quite buying into the three and yet. But I do think they're a top ten team as of right now, at least in week five. They're um, heading into week five. Number six, I've got the Los Angeles Rams. I know pretty high. Um, maybe some might say it's too low. I have them at number six. The offense with the misdirection and motions and all the fake screen passes and all the fakes they run in that offense. I mean, we do a whole podcast on just the offense. So. <laughs> um, shout out to whoever was leaking playbooks on Twitter because I have like 20 playbooks on my computer now. And I have like Sean McVay's old playbook from when he was with the Washington football team. And it's a lot of the same thing that he does today. It's very, very complex. And they run a lot of the same plays of the same formation. The defense – I think with how, how the pace that the offense goes at, I think the defense kind of feeds off of that and has a good um, has has a good amount of rest. I'm not completely sold on the front seven. I think some of those guys, I, I, Leonard Floyd is all right. Aaron Donald is obviously a beast, but he can't do it all. Micah Kaiser has played well at linebacker. Kenny Young is a good pass coverage linebacker, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not I'm not too faithful in that front seven overall. I think they play well as a group, but I think there's some flaws that teams can expose there. Secondary as well. There's some flaws to expose there. Overall, pretty good secondary, though. The Rams have played really well. They've exceeded my expectations, so I've got them in the top ten. Um, going on to number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's who the Eagles play this week. Um, having Ju- or Juju having Ben back has been huge. You know, Ben has Ben has played better. A lot of people said that coming off of his arm injury, he wasn't going to play well, especially at his, at his age. But he showed up to his credit. I've been I've been liking what I've seen from him. James Conner has kind of been popping off lately too, which I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got the defense with TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, Devin Bush, um, Cameron Hayward, Stefan Tuitt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Steven Nelson at corner, Joe Hayden at corner. The list goes on and on. I mean, there's so many playmakers on that defense. It's kind of like the the old Steelers defense that we've seen. They're gonna be a tough team to stop. 
With the Eagles, the Eagles always win games that they are not supposed to win at all. So I will not be surprised if the Eagles upset them this week. But <laughs> as of right now, the Steelers are the Steelers are just a great team. Um, and uh, I think my, my rankings are back to normal now. So I don't know what happened, is- but apparently that's what your <laughs> list was. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Um, well, you guys know my order pretty much overall, but um, you know mm-hmm. who's in front of who. Moving on um, to five, I have the Seahawks now. Um, the Seahawks are just a great uh, – their offense is just incredible. I Just for the record, I did call Russell Wilson um, getting, uh, getting MVP this year before it started. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's just been on fire. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing so far. Him and DK, Mac- DK Metcalf is looking like the real deal. Too. I mean, he is just absolutely lighting up his opponents. Even Stefan Gilmore gave up a, a big touchdown to him. DK could have had another touchdown, but he slowed up before he got in the end zone. Um, but, yeah, the offense, absolutely nuts, especially the passing offense. Russell Wilson is the magic man no matter who, who's out there. Tyler Lockett is a great receiver, too. The defense, not so good, though, which is why I have them at five because I think once it comes down to it and they're trying to win shootouts against some of these teams – their defense is not going to be able to hold up at all. There's some good. There's some guys I like on there. Front seven, not really that good outside of Bobby Wagner. Um, they have a couple other guys who are pretty good, but um, I think KJ Wright is still there. But those two are pretty much the only hope for that front seven. Secondary, Shaquille Griffin, and um, I'm trying to think who else. Jamal Adams, really good, but Jamal Adams is out now. We'll see how they play without mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's up, John Zhu? Uh, this is my buddy from Wheaton. Uh, it is no, just you, John. It's it's only you. Um, yeah, he is a Seahawks fan. Um, what's up, John? Really? Thanks for joining, man. I miss you, bro. We have to FaceTime soon. And then I hear a, um, I hear Andrew's, Ooh, Andrew's on here. Uh, <laughs> I might have to put put that user in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before about for the Seahawks fan and for you, Hunter, who do you think there's only one team in the NFL right now that has allowed 400 yards? in all four of their games. And I'll take a hint. It's on the screen right now. The Seattle Seahawks <laughs> allowed 400 yards in all four of their games. But they are 4-0, so take that with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. I think they're going to be a really good playoff team. But mm-hmm. the team I have the team I have above them, though, the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. is also another offensive juggernaut. Aaron Rodgers is a man on a mission this year. It seems like Alan Al Lazard was popping off without Devontae Adams on the field. Um, and uh, Robert Tanyan has been playing really well, which I didn't expect. The difference mm-hmm. between them and the Seahawks, I see, is that um, well, also the Packers have a good run game with Aaron Jones, too. And they have guys on defense who can um, – when you have a good defensive line, you can you can make your second – kind of make up for lack of secondary – I think the Packers have some guys in the secondary who can make plays, like Jair Alexander. Um, but you have like Z- Zendarius Smith, Kenny Clark, I believe, is still there. The, um, the other Smith brother, Preston Smith, I think, is still there. But the defensive line is really good on that team. While the run defense overall isn't good, I think their pass rush can make make it difficult for a team like the Seahawks. With that, I think just having a few playmakers on that defense, while it might not be great, is the difference between them and the Seahawks. So I, I still think the Packers – the Packers have an edge over the Seahawks this year. Um, John said I meant to that earlier about something <laughs> that you said, Nate, with the Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. So 
going on to number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. The reason I have them above the Packers and Seahawks, I know it's a little bit controversial, but the Bills' defense, I don't think they've played up to their, their expectations yet, and I think they're going to. But that defense mm-hmm. is disgusting. You have – oh, what's up, Dan? Um, Dan just joined right in time for the pack. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <That's kinda crazy>. um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Andrew said no, no. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah, with, with the Bills, I think Josh Allen has taken a massive step forward. He is not making many bad decisions. The accuracy is still not quite there yet, mm-hmm. but I think it is still – I think it is still um, – I, I think it's still very good and good enough so that he can he can perform up to expectations. The run game is still good. I haven't been following numbers for the run game too much, but um, I think even if they're not, I think I think even if they're not doing well um, with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, they can start to get it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs has been playing great for them, and then you know John Brown was already a really solid number one, and now he's the number mm-hmm. two on that team, which is huge yeah. because he doesn't have to be that guy. And Cole Beasley's a nice slot receiver. Mm-hmm. The defense, the secondary on the defense is really good. Um, the, the front seven is very solid. That's why I have them above the bill. The sorry, the Packers and the Seahawks right now. I just think they they're a little more of a complete team. So I know it's controversial. I'm a little biased towards the Bills because I really like them. I really like Sean McDermott. But yeah, finishing up, keeping it simple. I know Nate had them at eleven, but I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yeah. Um, uh, regardless of the numbers, I just think this is an amazing regular season team. You know, whatever happens in the playoffs happens in the playoffs, though. So, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We'll we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe them getting the two seed this year, or not having to be having a, a bye week, will help them because the bye week seems like it's hurt them before. But I think they're a team that's going to play to their opponent's level, and they've still been taking care of business recently. The the off the read option offense with Lamar and um, you know teams just haven't figured out how to defend him yet. You know, there's not really many guys on defense that can run with him. Um, and yeah, the defense is still, I mean, the scheme is great. John Harbaugh's done a really good job with them. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple and have them at number two. And then number one, no surprise here, the Kansas city chiefs. I mean, the, the chiefs are just, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. They mm-hmm. added another offensive weapon in Clyde Edwards, Elair. Tyree kill is popping off. Nico Hardman's doing his thing. Sammy Watkins is still there. Travis Kelsey is a beast at tight end. Even, even even with these weapons, I know people are like, oh, Pat Mahomes has all these weapons. Some of the throws Pat Mahomes makes are just absolutely ridiculous, though. You can't you can't discount that either. So, you know, this offense is so perfectly built. And then you have Andy Reid, who's like one of the um offensive best offensive geniuses in history. Um, but maybe that's a little of a overstatement, but um you get the point. I mean, and then the defense getting that much rest, and they had still have Frank Clark and uh, um, I think it's Frank Frank Clark and Chris Jones on that defense, and Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, mm-hmm. still there. Such a complete team. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would like to see a different team win it. Just I like I like that the NFL is um, you know, they have a different winner each year in the Super Bowl. I like how it's kind of mm-hmm. mixed up, but I really have a tough time seeing the Chiefs losing this year. But again, playoffs, anything can happen. But right now, Chiefs are number one. I know I mm-hmm. took a while because I went 17 straight to one. So now, Nate, um, you're in the spotlight. I'm going to just click back to your um, through my rankings real quick and try to click them so no one sees your rankings. Um, but <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, I'm going to go right. through the, the yeah. comments real quick before. 
Andrew and Dan uh, con conversing. Oh, wow, they're just so right. friendly right now. Yeah. Nate, uh, <laughs> wow, that's gonna be that's a far way away. Well, I don't even know what I get. Like, just like I would probably be like quotes that just like ended badly. Like, I think the Bengals have a really good chance this year. So I'm like a quote shirt that just says that or something. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in, though. But Nate, I, I was rambling on forever. So go on oh, with your talk. Good. All right. Now, I think you had the Buccaneers at like 10 or 11. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I expected Tom Brady to be a little bit better. He's not terrible, but he's still AJ Green. Yeah, he's a he's a man. <laughs> I wish he was better. All right, you know, um, but yeah, like the, the Buccaneers, you know, they um. Their, de their offense, I'd say, is about, like, average right now. Like, Tom Brady has making mistakes. It's their defense that I'm really shocked has been doing really well. I have them ranked at four. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, um, that four, they are second in the run for yards allowed and fourth in yards per game for defense. So, pretty good. Like, I, I don't even know that Shaquille Barrett, I guess, is the main guy there. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I know that would be great, something like that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Buccaneers, their defense has been more impressive to me. I think their offense will come together. Um, I think it'll be a battle between the Saints. You know, they still lost to the Saints week one, but, you know, Brady's still getting used to the system, um, you know, because he's a system yeah. quarterback. <laughs> 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 yes, he is. Um, all right, number nine, I think similar to yours. At number nine, I had the uh, the Tennessee Sorry. Titans here. I must have switched the slide. <laughs> No, you're good. Uh, like you said, I think they're, you know, a very one-sided team with Derrick Henry. I think Ryan Tannehill can definitely make some plays with, you know, Corey Davis hasn't been doing too, too much, you know, but they still have some weapons. Their defense is kind of the, the scary thing for me. I really haven't seen much of it. I have them ranked 23rd on defense um, as far as their stats. 22nd pass yards, 25th yards per game. Their defense really isn't much that well. But, you know, I mean, they're winning games, so you can't really, you know, hate on – be like, oh, you know, they're terrible. They're 3-0. and um, I think their next few games, I think they're playing some really impressive teams, and I think they're going to have to step up, and that's when we'll see if they're going to be the, you know, the leaders of these AFC South. Um, number eight, uh, again, similar to where you had, I think all these are probably going to be really similar. I have the New England Patriots. Uh, Cam Newton got coronavirus, but Bill Belichick will bring up QBs from nowhere and make them stars. Um his, his system and his way of coaching is just in, insane. So really any QB coming in, I think you can't, especially Jared Stidham and Brian, even Brian Hoyer um, can keep them in the game. Uh, their defense will certainly do that. Their defense is insane. Uh, their secondary, you might as well just not throw the ball. Um, I think they're still going to be a very uh, contender, you know, in the playoffs wild card spot maybe, but I don't see them catching the, the bills. Um, but, you know, you can't count them out. I think a lot of people thought they were going to tank. They're showing you they don't need to tank. They have the weapons. They, they're fine. Um, number seven, a lot higher than where you had them, but I had the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. <laughs> we had them on different sides. You were super hyped on the Colts. I was very underhyped. So I think that's what is our rankings. But I have them ranked as the best defense in the league and honestly makes sense. The Colts, um, first in yards allowed, or first in least yards allowed, um, they are – first in pass and fourth in the run, first in points. So there's really not much else to, uh, to you know, to say about that. Their defense is one of the best. It's their offense that I'm worried about. You know, like you said, Phillip Rivers is kind of looking a little shaky. They have a lot of young weapons that I'm excited to see. Jonathan Taylor, 
Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton's kind of been lacking uh, a little bit, but, you know, that's what happens when you become an elite wide receiver. You just get targeted the most. Um, they got Jack Doyle on tight ends. You know, unfortunately, they lost Eric Ebron, but, um, you know, they're still making it work, putting up points. Their defense is what's going to keep them in the game. I really didn't expect them to be doing this well. Xavier Rhodes, um, really impressed. Is it Rhodes or was it Rhodes or Howard? I forget which one is uh, on the Colts. Maybe it's Rhodes. But, yeah, Xavier Xavier Rhodes is on the Colts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. two interceptions already. Amazing job. Um, they're just, you know, keeping the run game short for their team and, you know, deflecting passes. So I'm really impressed by their defense. DeForest Buckner is a, was one of the best pickups for them. And um, the, he's, yeah, their defense is just going to keep them in the game. Um, number six coming in, I've got the Los Angeles Rams. Did not expect this. Uh, Sanjay and I both predicted them to be – Pretty low. Now, not like bad, like the Falcons, but at least, you know, in a tough division, they weren't going to be able to shine as much because they did go, I think, seven and nine last year, you know. So I thought their Super Bowl team was kind of like their last peak, but they're showing that they still have a fight in them. Their offense has been really impressive. I think we already knew, always knew their offense would be a caliber team with, you know, uh, Jared Goff being pretty good. Um, you can Akers, uh, what's his name? Daryl Henderson. Yep. Yeah, I didn't do well his game, but you know, there's there's yeah. teams still fucked up. Um, they've got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson. You know, they they've got uh, amazing offense, and I don't think anybody super questioned that. It's their defense that's been low key impressive, uh, at least to me. You know, Aaron Donald's getting back to his old self. I think last year a lot of people were double covering him, and he just had to take an off season to just be able to figure out how to break through that. And he's doing well. I'm really impressed by him. Uh, their defense is eighth in the pass. Uh, 6th in points allowed, 13th in yards per game. So not insane, but definitely better than I saw. And I think that their offense can do enough to keep them in the lead. Coming in at number five, um, I think the AFC North champions, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I, I, I have them as the second best defense in the league. Um, I don't think anybody doubted that. The one thing that's really unique about the Steelers is they don't just have one star in one position. They have a star in every single form. They've got TJ Watt. They've got Cameron Hayward in the in the uh, defensive line. They've got um, – what's his name? Devin Bush, uh, and I think Gus Edwards is his, his name, linebacker. Um, and then in their secondary, Joe Hayden and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. They have every single – you know, star in every position. And that's just super dangerous. TJ Watt, I predicted defensive player of the year. He's certainly looking like that. Um, I think the big question was just big Ben. And um, one thing about big Ben is he's a, he's a fighter. He'll, he'll push through. I uh, remember when he won a playoff game with a broken nose, um, you know, he, he'll get through. And I think him and Juju have some unique connection. I think after Ben, it's going to be tough for them, but Juju is looking better. He's looking back to his old self. Um, and they have such a young wide receiver core. Um, Deontay Johnson and James Washington, you know, um, so I'm excited to see how they continue to grow. Um, and James Conner, like you said, has been pretty impressive. Their offensive line has, you know, patched up their run offense and, and they're looking great. I think that they're going to win a division. Uh, and I think their defense is one of those teams that can compete with the top offenses in this league. I think um, that their defense will be the team that will completely rack Lamar Jackson. Uh, coming in at number four, I think close to what you had, the Seattle Seahawks, um, you know, you, you say their defense sucks. They're 4-0, so who cares, you know? Um, and they've played teams with good offenses, like the um, the Falcons. Uh, who else do they play? The Dolphins don't have a good offense. But they're winning games, and that's what's important. Russell Wilson is carrying this team. DK Metcalf is looking 
insane. I <laughs> Nate Rossi, I called him a madman for picking DK Metcalf in like the second round or something like that. And he called it. DK Metcalf is doing super well. He went toe to toe with Stefan Gilmore and won most of those battles. And I would be terrified if I was Gilmore as well, going toe to toe with DK Metcalf. This guy is going to be a problem for cornerbacks and secondaries for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, and Russell Wilson is just continuing to do well. He seems to have a little bit more time in the pocket and he doesn't have to freak out or scramble as much. Um, their running game is looking pretty well. Chris Carson, you know, continuing to be dominant. Um, Tyler Lockett, again, still doing pretty well. Their defense, like you said, is just a problem. Jamal Adams, I think, will help, but they still got a lot of problems. Bobby Wagner cannot carry that whole team. But luckily for them, Russell Wilson can carry their whole team. And so that's what's happening. That's why they're 4-0. And I think uh, they're like the Rams of – or the Chiefs of a few two years ago when it was like they would just put up like 40 points a game and they'd allow like 30, but they still win. Um, so I think they'll go far. Uh, number three, um, my Super Bowl um, pick, our Super Bowl pick, um, the Buffalo Bills. I mean, we both saw this coming from a mile away. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, we definitely uh-huh. saw it. I think we expected their defense to perform better, but it's their offense. Like you said, Josh Allen is, is playing out of his mind. Um, I was shocked. Um, his, his dual threat is just super nice to have. He has that problem with fumbles, but he's doing well. His interception rate is really low. I think he threw his like first interception in like eight games or something the other day. Um, you know, like you said, the wide receiver core is insane. The running game looks a little diff- sketchy and a little uh, dangerous, but Zach Moss and Devin Singletary certainly get it back. I personally think the reason the run game is suffering is because they got rid of Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda. Um, but- Exactly. I, I really do think that was that was nice that Devin Singletary had Frank Gore to, you know, just kind of um, mentor to. And, you know, their defense is kind of lacking right now. Um, but, you know, like you said, they're they're 4-0 as well. So, you know, if they win games, it's not that big of a deal. But I think their defense, like you said, they have injuries. Um, they're eighth in the run, 27th in the pass, a little scary. But I think, you know, when those injuries come back, they'll look like a caliber team. Now, I don't know if Dan's still here, but I picked this team um, for number two. Shocker, the Green Bay Packers. There he is, A-Rod. And I'll admit, I doubted the Packers. I doubted Aaron Rodgers. But I think what everybody did realize is that when you piss off Aaron Rodgers, he will piss, he will completely play out of his mind. And I think that's what happened when they drafted Jordan Love. Um, is that he said, I'm still – there you go. Yeah, Dan's still here. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think the Packers offense, I have them as the best offense in the league right now. Um, over the Cowboys, um, they are um, second in yards per game, fourth in the pass, fourth in the run, first in points. Aaron, Aaron, the Aarons are dominant. Aaron Jones is just popping off. Uh, uh, if you have Aaron Jones in fantasy, you win. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rodgers is continuing to just carry that with him. He doesn't care who he has as a wide receiver. He doesn't care that they didn't draft him any weapons. Um, and he's playing out of his mind. I think both Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones saw that the – they drafted their replacements in the first round and the second round, and they said, yeah, no thanks. And so they're showing mm-hmm. up. Their defense has actually been pretty impressive. Um, 12th in yards per game allowed, 18th in the pass, 9th in the run. Not terrible. I think that's definitely doable where they don't have to score 50 points a game to win. Um, and I think that's definitely doable for Aaron Rodgers. I think this team's going to go deep into the NFC championship. Maybe we'll see them make the finals. You don't know. And, you know but Aaron, I know Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind, and I know that their uh, offense is – insane no shocker for number one but you know <laughs> i'd be called a madman if i didn't pick the chiefs at number one um the, the thing the difference between the, the 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 ravens and the chiefs is that the ravens people are starting to figure out lamar's scheme and that's screwing them up but the chiefs 
they've already figured out Patrick Mahomes scheme, but they don't, but the chiefs don't care. They still win. Like they're like, yeah, you know how we play, but we're still going to outclass you. We're going to outplay you. And that's just how they are. You can't stop the chiefs. Not even the Patriots defense is one of the, I, I think, you know, the Colts and the Steelers are the two best defenses right now. Just don't like line up well with the chiefs offense. It's just so dominant, you know, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, playing out of his mind, runner up for rookie of the year. Maybe you got Tyree kill Travis Kelsey, always constant weapons, Sammy Watkins, you know, they, all these weapons that Patrick Mahomes have. And then you have Patrick Mahomes, who's literally a, a whole team uh, in and of itself, you know, and I, I don't think you can really stop him too much. Their defense has been a little iffy, not bad. Um, their past defense has been one of the best third in the league, but their run defense is pretty bad at 28th. Um, so that I can always use some improvement, you know, that'll struggle against teams like the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, they didn't struggle against the Ravens. You look what happened. The Ravens are one of the best run offenses and the Chiefs completely, just completely obliterated them. So the Chiefs, you know, Andy Reid's a mastermind. I wish the Bengals had something like this. Um, I, I don't want to see the Chiefs win it again, not because I hate the Chiefs, just because like you said, I like to see a different change. Uh, I can see them totally winning it. I think it's going to take a team that has one of the best defenses, but also, you know, one of the best offenses and that's hard to come by. Um, so yeah, chiefs are number one and that's my power rankings Two very different, but also I feel like a lot of similarities in the same way. Yeah. We had a few makes that were different, but, um, but yeah, the nice thing about now that we have this week down is that next week we can move things around and we'll say they improved by five or three or something like that. Um, so yeah, we'll be watching. I'm going to try and watch more games. Uh, it's kind of tough, you know, with the Bengals. I want to watch them. Um, they'll play the Ravens. Maybe I won't watch them. <laughs> uh, but actually, wait, here, here first. I'm calling the Bengals to upset the Ravens here next week. So, or this upcoming week. So, if that happens, mark my words, I'll get a t shirt. You know, the Bengals will beat the Browns week, week five. Uh, but yeah, if you guys like this, you know, of course, like and subscribe. Um, let us know if you want like a live like this or if you like the, you know, recordings. Um, I like the live because we get to interact with you guys. Um, it was kind of a late notice, so that was unfortunate, but, yeah. um, yeah, that was fun. Um, we're going to be doing it every week. Hopefully not sure the day, uh, both our schedules have to line up, but, um, you know, we're going to try and get it out to you every week. Yeah. So I was just going to say, um, this one went a little long, but mm -hmm. again, we hadn't done it for the first four weeks. So next week will be like a good length too. And also it was live. Mm -hmm. So like you can tune in and out of it as you want. Um, Andrew yeah. says yes, Wallers man uh, to Andy Reid. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Andy but before Reed. we before we wrap up, Nate, um, I put a little something in the comments, a little surprise. Um, I said, comment your favorite oh. Nate quote. Um, and once in it, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go through some of these. Um, also, if you guys are in this right now, um, we've got five people watching. We only got five likes though. Come on, we gotta get those likes up. Um, but. Um, I, cause I know half, I know half those likes are from the Hunter Doyle accounts. So anyway, we're going to go through these quotes right now. Um, this is a great one. Don't touch me there. This is my no, no square. Uh, I love that one. It is a great song. Yeah. Um, anytime, anytime he talks about, so these are both friends of Ian's or his dad's and I would just always bring them up and he would freak out and I'd just be like talking about them. Um, not really, you know, they're just two normal people, but, you know, they've become an icon <laughs> for our friend group. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what I told. Uh, I forget who it was. Someone was going on like a date or something like that. Or I was thinking of quotes. And I was like, here's, here's the momentum and it's keep, oh yeah, keep it cool, keep it clean and keep Jesus in between. 
that is, um, that's what you got to do with relationships, you know, Bible length apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We got one from Hunter Doyle too. So <laughs> yeah, get back in there. Ants, <laughs> that is my favorite video on YouTube. Just look up ants. Uh, shoot. Who's a fight? Uh, Paul Rudd. Just look up that. And it's the funniest thing. They just, it's, it's, oh my gosh. I love it. It's so stupid, but I love it. Um, I have a uh, I have a video of yeah. you from the senior retreat doing that in your Jimmy Butler jersey. Another one, another one from Hunter Doyle here. Another really good one from a uh, calculus class back in the day. Oh, but, another um, one of my favorite YouTube videos. E or Farquaad, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> e, e. It's, uh, it's so funny. Um, uh, some good ones. E, yeah, another E. All right, um, um, we got. Another one from oh, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was washing the peanut off my face. Yeah, um, yeah, I got you know I'm allergic to peanuts. Yeah, totally. Why I was washing my face that time, not because uh, of anything. Yep, 100. percent Oh, I this is what? What did you say? <laughs> I never said this. I got misquoted. This is a <laughs> Wait, lie. Yeah, Hunter Doyle said you said this one though. Alshon Jeffrey is better than either. AJ Green. Interesting. I didn't know you knew that, Nate. Um, I don't think I said that. <laughs> not a Nate quote, but uh, Nate moved to the. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna name not gonna name any names, but we know what happened in that class. And then yeah, uh, Dan Dan, Dan said uh, that, yeah. and then so did Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the list of my quotes. Wait, okay, I'll pull this yeah. up. Um, let me see if I can find them. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, dude, I had yeah, Dan and I were on the bus, and I was sort of making up quotes. Um, I've got uh, let's see, let me see if I can find it. It probably is on my old phone, where it would suck. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know if I have it. Um, but oh. dude, I have a list. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I have a list of things Ian's broke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a desk in homeroom, a table from youth group, a chair at lunch, and then a chair at youth group. So. He's a little rage monster going in there. Oh, those are so funny. I'm looking. Um, oh, here we go. You win some, you lose some, but in the end, you're yourself. That's that's <laughs> deep. Um, let's see. I don't know what this one is, but this one is, uh, if you ain't vacuuming, what are you doing? I don't know why I said that. I'm going to be honest. A lot of these, <laughs> I kind of just happens. <laughs> uh I uh, yeah I, I I have a lot of quotes. I have to find some. But what can I say, guys? A lot of people take take my uh, oh wait I got one. Oh my knee! Oh that one hurt. Um, it was uh, in math class, and um, you guys know you put on chapstick, you like get too much, and you wipe it off your you wipe it off with your finger. Well, I did that, and then I got it. My eyes itchy, and so I started rubbing my eyes, and it started burning. <laughs> and so in the middle of math class, I go to uh, my math teacher and I go, Miss Beck, can I go to the bathroom? I got chapstick in my eye and everybody just looks at me like, how do you do that? I'm like, it's not an uncommon thing, but then someone submitted it to be on a quote wall. But yeah, I got chapstick in my eye and that's my deep dark secret, guys. How embarrassing. <laughs> Good times, though. These guys, interesting. we've known them for a while. Yeah, interesting way to finish off. Maybe we could do like a whole get to know you live sometime with just like our mm -hmm. Calvary friends. Yeah, hold so on an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah, it would it would go for a while. I mean, I remember we did um, we did a little uh get to know you at the end of one of our summer mm -hmm. or quarantine podcasts rather. Yeah. And uh, man, that was a long time ago. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, we got yeah. we got to yeah. do some we got to do some reactions mm -hmm. to the old videos.
videos because those are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cringe. I would visibly cringe. I, oh, you know what we should do? So I made I used to make Minecraft videos when I was in middle school. <laughs> if you guys want to see that, just drop a comment and we will do that because those were cringy too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also got we also got an eighth grade or seventh grade video of Sanjay playing Pokemon um x or pokemon yes, or something yes, so throwback or something for so sure you can see you can see he's going for um the the moratorium yeah. here so i forgot what it was but um <laughs> oh, any of us know what it was oh no, my gosh yeah um, you guys let us know if you want that. yeah dan wants it yeah we're gonna do it we'll do it sometime <laughs> i don't know when but we'll definitely do it um yeah and maybe we'll go back at some of our like at the end of the season for football we'll go back to our um our like season predictions of like who we awards places and we'll, you know, tell, tell each other how wrong we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause we did the whole NFL preview right before it started. So um, yeah, we still have that in store for you guys, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We got some people joining in the live tonight, probably get some people on the replay of this who don't know what's going on in the last 10 minutes, but, <laughs> um, but we still, I'll put the timestamps on the video so you guys can skip around to each part of the rankings yeah, thank you guys for joining. Again, this is our first rankings of the year. So Andrew wants it too. He wants the reaction videos. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, these will get better as we go on. Um, these ones were kind of all over the place because it was our first one. So if you guys want to rip us for some of our picks for any spots, go for it. But um, but yeah, yeah, thank you guys for supporting again. We'll have more content coming out throughout mm -hmm. the week. Good to see some some new faces in here. Good to see Andrew tonight um <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah thank you guys again and you want to say anything before we sign off um keep it healthy keep it clean and keep jesus in between <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a good way to good way to finish off on so we will yeah. <laughs> we'll see we will see you guys oh we have to do our signature thing now uh pound it but um Totally. <laughs> Nate merch is in All the right. link in the link in the description. No, I'm just kidding. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We will we will see you guys. I'm gonna end the live now, but appreciate you guys again. Um thank you to Dan real quick. Great stream boys. Appreciate it, man. All right, we will see you guys later. Um peace out.